1: What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees. And you are listening to the Boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. It is 161st
2: Street, Yankee
0: All right, welcome back to the Boys 161st Street, episode 213. Today is July 7th. I hope everybody had a fun 4th of July. Hope nobody blew their fingers off with fireworks. Uh, Luckily, nobody here did. We got all uh, nine of our fingers all intact still, some of us. But um, sorry we didn't put an episode out on Monday or Tuesday, whenever we're supposed to. We've all been pretty busy. Damon was moving, the holiday, all that. So we're back. And uh, yeah, Yankees have been buzzing still. We lost one game to the Pirates. Talking about the Pirates series and everything in between. But before we get into all that stuff, how are we doing? Good to be back. That's what I'll say.
3: That was
4: electric. It's only been a week. I know. It's felt like two months, though. It did feel like a while. It's like holidays and moving are a bad combination. Do not recommend it. Don't do it. Spread those babies out.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but yeah, Yankees uh, scored a lot of runs the other night. That was cool. Nice yeah, transition. yeah. But of football I was a score.
2: little,
1: I was a little worried. You know, we dropped one of the Guardians and then lost to the Pirates, and I was like, "All right,
3: what's yeah, going on?" Stop. And then they
1: proceed to have the most hits they've had since 2011, and dropped It's Going to bring us the d- back down to earth, though. Yeah, what? Shut out you by know. the
3: Pirates the first game, right? Yep. Yeah, that
1: doesn't feel good. That's crazy. Quintana, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Having a career resurgence with the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's an interesting he actually is, I think. I don't know. He was on my fantasy team for a little bit, he was crushing it.
1: He's in uh trade conversations. I get I mean
3: that's pretty much the only reason that the Pirates would excuse me, have a guy like that. So that's a good point. I don't know. He's old and they suck. <laughs> so I mean, a pretty good trade. The the
4: pirates have not made some good trades recently. So that's not true, especially, you know, with their pitchers, they've done good. (laughs) So I think that whoever trades for him, you know, he's going to end up being electric afterwards, just based on recent history. Um,
3: where was he before that? He went to the White Sox for a little bit. I knew he was in the Cubs. I forgot about him for a long time. That's all I really remember. Yeah. He was really good on the Cubs. And then they traded him whenever they were doing their rebuild, and then he just
1: died. And now, yeah, good again, I don't know. I whatever. had to double check it was the same guy. Like um, they, they just have so many guys I've never heard of that come out of nowhere that I had to make sure there wasn't a guy with the same name that was some 23 year old that was yeah. going to come up, bro.
4: Yeah, but I feel like, Far uh, from it, brother. I feel like it brought us back down to earth just a little bit, and then we came back and scored 16 runs, and then we're just like, fuck you, or were the Yankees again. I thought the funniest part about the whole thing was the, the announcers when standing yeah. at that home run. That <laughs> was like, so funny. <laughs> this is ridiculous. What is it? This is embarrassing? Is that they said, said this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous.
0: Uh-oh. That sounded like when the, uh, you know, the announcer of the Twins, Twins announcers have been awesome this season, but the Twins announcer, when they got walked off the second night in a row against the Guardians, where he was like, that is, or he said something He's similar. I've had enough. <laughs> yeah, I think Guardians. I think we've all had enough of the Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> that sounded very similar to that. Um, but I just feel like every time we lose one game, everyone just starts being like, "Oh, the Yankees are going to start sucking again." It's like this is baseball. Everybody else is losing games. We lost yeah. one, and like every, like we lost one game to the Pirates. Yeah, whatever. Like they're they're a bad team, but. They have some bright spots in there. Like, they can win a baseball game no matter who is on the other side. Baseball is baseball. It doesn't it's matter. It's the beauty of the sport, brother. It's the beauty of the sport. The best teams in baseball lose 40% of the time.
4: Yeah, and we also still, like, gained half a game on the American League East. Like This would be an interesting we're, we're coming up with the Red Dude, Sox. it's kind of crazy. I mean, right now, as it stands on Thursday night, the Red Sox and Rays are both, both 14 games back, and the Blue Jays are 14 and a half games back. Like they are all neck and neck and we are just breaking away and it's fucking crazy.
0: They're still gonna have that AL East race that we assumed we were gonna be a part of. Like Dude, that's they're still, all
4: they're all still in the that's all still, still
0: in, the all know, in the wild card but spot. All three in the wild card spot. I'm just saying, that's still that's still very much happening. Yeah. It's just we're not gonna be a part of it. Hope not. Don't hopefully. say I think it's very fair. barring a literal the only way we're not a part of that, the only way we're a part of that is if we literally have a free fall. We lose every game. Which is it's, it's it's possible. Don't jinx
3: it. I don't we are already on pace to 117 now, not 120. That's kind of
0: upsetting. I know we lost our little gap, our cushion. 116 is the is the record, right? Yeah. Oh man. I don't know. You say oh man as a joke, but like I really that would be fucking awesome if we watched <laughs> this, a team that set yep. the record for the like we would tell our grandkids like Hey, listen, listen, Sonny. Yeah. Back in 2022, back in my day, yeah. All this the Yankees were team living up in New York. Get this. Aaron Hicks thought he could hit a 30-30 season. And guess what? He did. He didn't, but the Yankees won more games than anybody that year. Like I would sit on my rocking chair telling everybody I'm sitting I'm at this point I'm probably living up in Glen's Falls, the Murph. Probably spitting yeah. into a, a tin a tin bucket.
4: Well, I think that the I think the another crazy thing to point out with the rest of the season is that um shout out to Weezer 21 from our chalkboard group chat. Go download the chalkboard chalkboard app. Lincoln Bile, come join our Yankees group chat. Um, he said that 20% of our games left on the schedule schedule is against Boston. Rest that's of the wild. Year, which is crazy.
0: No, I literally responded to him in that in that chalkboard group chat that you should join. Everybody listening to this podcast, Lincoln Bio. But I, I, t- I responded to him. I was like, that's crazy because it does feel like we, when we haven't played them in a while since, um, they're playing The best baseball out of anybody outside of us, the Astros, and Seattle. But like the the top (laughs) of the top teams, like Seattle, Seattle may be hot now. Is that are they hot? I don't, yeah.
3: I was just laughing at Luke because he just like paused for five seconds because I was was mentioning to
0: the top teams in the league and go Seattle.
1: (laughs) No, no, you said hot teams, but yes, playing the best baseball.
0: And I think in terms of the power rankings, like it goes. Yankees, Astros, like Mets, Dodgers, and then the Red Sox are right there. Like yeah, they Red they're Sox, good. and they and that's fun to think about for them. Like Dodgers, Padres. The Red Sox are feeling good too because Padres as well. The Red Sox are feeling good because they had the worst start to a season. They were fucking terrible. They, they were talking about trading same, Xander Bogarts. They had the same record as the Orioles.
3: They were literally talking about they were below the Orioles and talking about like trading Xander Bogarts was a possibility.
0: Which I mean, say that with a grain of salt too, because the Orioles are having a much better year than we thought would happen, but. Um, I don't know. The, the Red Sox are, are looking good, and it's it is I'm not not scary, but it's it's going to be a lot of meaningful games for them and us. Like we still want, we have things to play for. Obviously, we're going to make the playoffs, and they're fighting for a playoff spot. But you stop saying that. Okay, man. I mean, I think uh, I think we're good to make the playoffs.
4: What's crazy is that I think that just looking back when the year started, we were all like, and, and the whole entire you know. Any baseball fan out there, every baseball analyst—they're all just like, "Yeah, I got Blue Jays winning the AL East, and I got like everyone else just fighting for second place, all this kind of stuff." And even us, you know, we're, we're Yankees fans, obviously, and we were like, "You know, we think that the Blue Jays are probably winning the division. We're gonna fight for a wild card spot." And then here we are, Yankees are on top, Blue Jays are in fourth place, and that's obviously gonna change because we're all neck and neck right now. But it's just kind of crazy to think about. How the year has gone so far. And the, fellas, oh,
0: and the fellas, and the fellas. Started. I put I put this on our Instagram. The fellas over at uh, Section One Thirty Eight Pod. We've we've yeah. had them on before to talk to get like Blue Jays series preview. They're Blue Jays podcast, and they put out these like, uh, like episode poster thing, like whatever it is, like for to advertise a new episode. And the t- title of their episode this morning was "Do the Blue Jays Suck?" <laughs> so. Things aren't going too well in, in the Blue Jays land right now, and it's funny, con- like contrary to the beginning of the season, where they were they were America's team or not really America's team because they're from Canada, but you know what I mean. Like they were baseball's uh, golden child. They were yeah. the sweethearts. They were supposed to be the best team on paper, and that goes to show you this is baseball. And obviously, the season isn't over yet, but this is baseball, Thank and you. the best team on paper we've seen time and time again because we've been on the business end of that all the time. Doesn't always pan out, and they may, they may pan out, they may go through a hot stretch, but uh that's just giving you a little taste of the current state of the mind for, it doesn't make for sense, talking though. blue jays. I
3: will say this though, because <laughs> we were talking about it or you were talking about it, David right there, that you know, before the season started, we were expected to be third, fourth place. And there was baseball analysts, writers, everything, like, yeah, the Yankees are coming in fourth, they're probably not gonna make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even really make sense why they are this good. That's the craziest part about this whole entire run is they didn't do anything. Isaiah Canerfleffa is not very good. Josh Donaldson has been worse than we could have like worse than we could have ever expected. Obviously, he's a 36 year old power hitter. Dude's rocking a gray fucking mullet out there, but nobody expected him to be this bad, and he is. And we're still winning games. Tyone's starting to blow up over his last five or six games. Nestor hasn't been as sharp, but we're still winning games. It makes no sense to me. Gallo, Gallo is just a waste Hicks. of space. Hicks, we d- didn't think he was going to be great, but my God, man! Like, there's four pretty big holes on this team, and we're still winning baseball games at a historic clip. And that's that to me is the storyline. That is not not the guys behind us, because that's where we should be there or below there. I, it doesn't make sense to me, and it will. We could win every game the rest of the season. It's like what Luke says with Nestor Cortez, you know, he doesn't have the pedigree, whatever looking at this lineup, they haven't won Dick, but look at him now. And I'm just like, it doesn't make sense to me. Every time they go out and they sweep a good team, it's the exact reaction Luke has with Nestor Cortez. It's like, wow, I can't believe he did that, but that's how I am with this team. And it's, it's awesome to watch. That's not a knock on them. That's just, I guess that's me being a fucking idiot, but that's fantastic to watch.
4: Yeah. No, it's crazy to, to think about that. Like, if we're I, what at the mid-year mark now, or close to it? Fifty-one percent, I think. Okay, is the is the exact fifty-one point nine? I believe. Is it? Yeah, this guy, a math is guy, math. definitely did not see that somewhere on Twitter recently. I absolutely, um, it's um, all off the dome. Of course, it is. Um, no, but I think that that is kind of crazy. I think that the guys you just mentioned, Tyone Hicks, um, maybe not so much Gallo, but let's just let's just say Tyone and Hicks, like those were guys who we said are should be quote unquote X factors. You know, turning points in the lineup, were, guys who were we not guys who we need to come through and be like these, you know, uh, utility people who can come out there and be a, a you know guy who gets on base, guy who's getting people out. You know, consistency, 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 and they haven't been, and we're still winning. So it is again, fun though crazy. to
0: say like the X factors. The X factors are hard to predict. We were trying to predict that before the season. Yeah, X factors show up in all shapes and sizes, and probably aren't weren't on the team to begin with. I e Matt Carpenter, guys like that. Exactly. So I think that shows the upside of this team, even beyond where we are now. Like the stars are playing like stars. That's fantastic. That's what you need. But on top of that, the guys that are X factors, allegedly that we were talking about, you know, like the Donaldson's, the Hicks, the, all those guys, the, the, the gallows, apparently I didn't know who's going to be this bad, but the guys that are, you know, don't have that same pedigree that like I was talking about, but if they show up big, that's huge on top of that, now you have Carpenter. So if now, if the guys that are the X factors even show a pulse, we, the the ceiling, could be even higher than it is right now, which is fun to see. That's, that's what I was trying to get at with, you know, I, I think this team is better than it currently sits. I would argue
3: this too. And this is kind of to your point, but also against you is you're saying the stars are playing like stars and stuff like that, but they're not, that's the thing over the last few weeks. Look at judges numbers. He's, Well below average and everything. Yeah, he's got the walk-offs. He had the grand slam yesterday against Manny Ben-Wedlow. Shout out. But, you know, (laughs) he's got these hits and seemingly, like you were saying, it's always right when we record and it's always a big timely hit. It was a huge grand slam in that game. It was a big turning point. He had the two walk-offs against the Astros, but he's not playing well right now. He's not doing well at the plate. He's striking out a ton. He's hitting... What a buck fifty, maybe over the last month. So he's not playing well. Stanton's hitting under two. Judge washed. Yeah, he is. I I wouldn't give him a contract honestly. But um, so
2: <laughs> no, but, but
3: you know, and that's not something I'm worried about. You know, people are like, oh, are you worried about? No, I'm not fucking worried about Judge. He's gonna be fine. I'm not worried about Judge. I'm not worried about Stanton. But these are things that he's playing just fine. Two and no, he's not. Two and against your point the stars aren't playing like stars and we're still winning games and we're still doing all these things. And it makes no sense to me, but they're finding ways to win. And that's just different from years past where they're finding ways to lose last year. You take, yep. Sorry, Murph. Go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say like, before you go on farther, what you just said is the perfect way to sum it up this year. They're finding ways to win last year. They're finding ways to lose. They're 34 and nine at home, which is far and away the best record in baseball at home and what is it 10 walk-offs like something the, you know, like finding that. ways to win yeah, lost right. count yeah i don't
3: know lost <laughs> count after you the
1: judge if, one if that i was have, have in person you don't have those 10 walk-offs then you have a four-game lead not a 14 game lead
3: yep <sighs> i don't know uh,
0: yeah. so we talked about how the, before we get into rounding third we kind of are not running third hot or not which you kind of alluded to already with uh, Judge. Spoiler alert: Judge is not on there, but it is funny that uh, of the last couple episodes, we've we've wanted to put Judge on there just as a as a contra, like like a controversial thing because you know he's having such an amazing season. But there are lulls. It's baseball. It's a game of streaks, and there are bad streaks. So like obviously you put him on there just as a maybe a reality check or something to say like, hey, does he, is he going to continue down this torrid pace of sixty fucking plus home runs? Maybe, maybe not. Like that, we'll see. But he's at thirty right now at the fifty-one point something percent mark. So science will tell you that yeah, he's on pace for sixty-one. So yeah. that's just me.
1: 59.
0: But whatever, you know 68. what, Murph. Okay, you know. I saw that. <laughs> Sorry, that made me happy.
4: One, one uh, other thing I'll mention. Wait, wait. I was wasn't done. Okay, go. <laughs>
0: um <laughs> i was just saying you really?
4: look like tom's girl right there i
0: know um, laugh. no but i was just saying with all those things in mind before we get to hot or not
4: presented by underdog fantasy i wanted
0: to present it by underdog fantasy ad um how can this team get better and there is one conversation i wanted to have you know, we've talked about the X factors and this team has a ceiling that's way higher than it is currently, honestly, which is it's crazy to say. Um, how can this team get better? There's one thing that's been swirling around. Obviously the trade deadline is coming up. Um August second. August second. It's a little under a month away. It's gonna come up faster than we even think, and this is the time to start really talking about it. And and maybe every episode from here on out we'll do like one person we talk about and really do a deep dive on each person. And this is the first one. Just kind of thought of that on the air. I think that's better than just speculating and doing frantically a couple minutes on each person. So what we'll do, um, let's talk about Ian Happ. A lot of people are talking about Ian Happ and, um, I'll read off some stats to you. Like we said before, we're at the 51% mark in the season. So I, and Dan Rourke who tweeted this shout out Dan Rourke, um, I think we can confidently rely on these numbers 50% of the way. It's 100%. This is who the player seemingly will be this year. And Ian Happ has been good for the past couple of years as well. So I think that's that's very fair to believe in these numbers. So right now, uh, Ian Happ is batting 283, 381, 460. That's the slash sign. Eight home runs, 37 RBIs, five stolen bases, 133 WRC+, plus three DRS, and a 2.6 war. Switch hitting under control through 2023. Um, he was saying package two top ten prospects, not named Volpe, Jason Dominguez, or Peraza, and
3: I would give up Peraza. Nah,
0: Peraza. That that play Peraza made. Yeah,
3: the play was, was sweet, fucking but what, awesome. What are you going <laughs> to do with a hundred shortstops?
0: You're right. No, you're totally right. Yeah. And and what are you Volpe gonna
1: do with the guy for two years. That's going to be win a World Series. Serviceable. And, and serviceable. Mur- my ass. Murph, He's an all star.
0: Here's the thing with, and I am fully on the board of. We talked about this before. Let's fucking.
3: Push the
1: Bo- chips like, in, blow man.
0: it up. I, I'm talking like you have a chance to end the drought. Absolutely, blow it up. And, I, and I'm saying this because look at, and I think blow it up in my mind is everything. But those three names, I think, is is fair to blow up in my mind. In my in, and if I was the GM, those are the players that are not. Those are off limits. Everybody else is not off limits. And I saw Bronx Pinstripes did a whole like let's play GM thing. Scott and whoever that was, their their plan <laughs> was they traded everybody. They traded for four separate people. It was Benintendi, um, Ian Happ. It was like a f- bunch of people, and then a pitcher. I think it was like, uh, who was the guy? It's escaping me. The uh, a- Athletics pitcher that we always talk about, Montas. Montas. So, like they like actually blow it up and go get a bunch of people because why the hell not? You really like it's not like oh like maybe we should get a few pieces so we're competitive. It's like no, we're the best team in the baseball right now. Let's stay the, the best team in the baseball. Throat. Like let's go for everybody's throat, and I am fully behind that because there's never been a better opportunity to win the World Series than there is now.
3: And there might not be that guarantee. That's this is the biggest caveat to me.
0: Judge is leaving. Then what? Yeah, if exactly. Judge,
3: if Judge leaves, which you, you look at House press conference that he talked about, he talked at the other day. He's like, you know, is the is the same bullshit that we're used to year after year, which usually is not a good sign for us spending money. He's like, yeah, I, I have no regrets. We're hopeful, but it takes two to tango. Like, yeah, we've heard that a million times and it's never worked out in our favor. So take that how you want it. I know Luke's optimistic about it. I, meh. What, I think it's less than 50 50 that he resigns here. I think if he really wanted to, it, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a whole separate conversation, but that's something that plays into this, right? Like, yes, you want to keep the farm in case he leaves. But at the same time, if he leaves, that's going to be a Massive hit to this team. He is the MVP of this team. He's borderline the MVP of the American League. If you lose Aaron Judge, you don't go out and replace him overnight. He is the captain. He is the closest thing we've had to a captain since Derek Jeter. And some would argue, myself included, that he should be named captain. If you're not going to re-sign him, and you're not a hundred percent confident that you're going to re-sign him, go package some of those people and go for the throat. Go win a World Series. Because if you let him walk. And you don't bring anybody in and you don't win a World Series, then what the fuck are you doing? Then you're just sitting here with a young team with no judge, no World Series ring, and no hopes for a World Series ring for five years. I don't know. I just what are your thoughts i mean they, legitimately I think Aaron Judge no, is the yeah. biggest piece to a World <laughs> Series team. If you lose Aaron Judge, it's going to take years. You're not going to bounce back the next year and win a hundred plus games.
1: I agree. But Ian Happ isn't the solution to that, and if you're getting rid of Peraza for Ian Happ, then what what the hell are you doing? If I'm, I don't think Peraza is untouchable. I think Dominguez is untouchable. I think Volpe could be considered untouchable, but the only like piece that I'm willing to give up Peraza for is somebody who's going to be there for
3: a few years, whether it be somebody that you want it.
1: Right, but Ian it, it Happen, yeah. realistically, whether Judge stays or goes, probably isn't gonna be somebody that we're really looking to re-sign unless he's lights out, which you can't bank on. So save Peraza if you're planning to deal him for somebody who can fill that role if Judge leaves. Trading Peraza Wait, for But let
3: me put it this way this with this year... window, with this window that you have, right. your biggest hole, you have yeah. actually a black hole in left left and right field, if you want to consider Gallo and Hicks, your left and right fielders. You have quite literally two black. They're nothing.
0: There is your switch hitter, too. And and I know the Hicks version. That's good. I think
3: you're you're undervaluing Ian Happ. This is a damn good baseball player. He's a gold glove caliber defender. That's a switch hitter. That's going to hit for average and power.
1: Fellow
0: podcaster.
1: I'm going to be very happy if we get Ian Happ, because I agree. Switch hitter, decent defense, you know, (laughs) great great fit. I agree. Don't think we need to give up Peraza (laughs) to get him. We the only person right now, realistically, that I'd be willing to give up Peraza for is Brian Reynolds, who's pretty similar deal, just a little yep. bit better. He's gonna take a big haul. He's signed through the same through 2023 the same way. But he's a guy who you could maybe re-sign afterwards. So he might be worth giving up Peraza for. Well, why can't you don't. I don't, him I don't half? see that with hat. You could, but I'd rather re-sign Brian Reynolds than even yeah, half. So if I'm seeing world. Peraza go, I think that I mean, obviously it depends a lot on what else is in the package, but if you're gonna give up a guy like Peraza, you wanna I would rather see a Brian Reynolds in return than an Ian Hap in return. And I cause I think we could get Ian Hap for a little bit less. I, I don't think don't. Brian Reynolds is that realistic, but you know, if if down the road say Soto's up for at the end of the year, I know they're, they're not, not planning on treading up at the deadline. They're not tra- say, they're not
3: getting Juan soto. That's say not say there's happening.
1: somebody say there's somebody like that within the next year and a half that you could get and you want Peraza to still be able to deal. Wouldn't you rather save him and deal him then?
3: What if in a year and a half, Peraza's Jorge Mateo? You can't. We've done it with every prospect we've had for the last five years. Love you, Murph, but I just I, I could not be uh, disagreeing more. Though it's like if you have a chance, no, you're good. If you have a chance to go get a guy that helps you win now with this team, yeah. with all the questions going forward, you go get him. And, and with minus Volpe, minus Dominguez, which. If the right package came along, I would deal either of them. And I don't think there's a guy out there this year that has it. But if there was, say, I, say Bryce Harper's not hurt and the Phillies are doing terrible, then just making up a scenario. You have that caliber, I'd trade either of them. I don't care. This is the year. Yeah, this the is difference the difference between
0: The difference between this trade deadline and any other trade line, deadline that we've been talking about oh, while well, this podcast has existed and being a Yankee fan, I, honestly, this is the most different trade deadline ever because... All those other deadlines, you're like, you're really worried about, like, you know, should be mortgage the future, just have a potential chance to be... Like, there are teams that are better than us who so are really going to push the chips in. This is one where you actually can lose deals like we can lose. And that's where I'm at. Like we should probably lose deals. We're going to pay a premium for players and that's fine because if we get marginally better this year, that's all we need to win the world to win the world series. And that's what we're talking about. Like other teams, like we always talk about the trade with all Chapman for the Cubs. Do, Do you think they, they would do it again? Like fuck yes, they would because they won the world series. They lost him. He went back to the team that traded him. But they still won a World Series. It does not matter. Look at them now. They are. They did blow up a little bit, but they don't. They're not the market that we are. So we could bounce back better than they can. It's just like, regardless of all of that, in the years afterwards, if you win a World, if you have an opportunity to win a World Series, which there's no team that has a better opportunity than we do. Obviously, we're the best team in baseball right now. That's not a opinion. That's a fact. We have the best record. We, <laughs> it's a it's the fact. Ultimate scoreboard. It's a scoreboard, bitch. So I'm just saying. <laughs> This is the very moment, and we've never done this before. We've never, every time we've done these trade deadline conversations, we we obviously are going to, we talk about the Yankees' tax and all that stuff, it's which, which exists aliens. also to contend in the ALEs, but there's always a better team. The Dodgers are better, like this, that. There's somebody better. The Astros are usually better. So it's to, it's to maintain pace with those teams, but now it's the kill shot, and if you get, like I'm, I'm literally saying, Let's lose on four separate trades. Let's lose on all of them, but let's get marginally better with each of them. And then us getting marginally better with each of those deals makes us a fucking powerhouse. And like you said, Ian Hap might not be the the haul you want for Peraza, but it might be well, it's wh- not just it Peraza, might be all you it's Peraza
1: can. Peraza and two other top ten prospects. That just you're, you're right. To Dude, me I would give up right. literally but I, but anybody. points Peraza for Hap straight on, up. I'm that's not different.
0: Yes, I know I'm not painting a a like trade offer for you right now. I'm just saying the trade offers that we're probably likely to see, we're going to lose deals. But and that, I think that's something the Yankee fans should and or I know I'm gonna be okay with because as long as we get better in any in, in like right now, not for the future, I'm okay with it because as long as this year we play and I'm not even talking about like you know, usually with a trade you worry about like, oh, is he under team control for how long? This, that, whatever. I'm saying, go ahead, trade. Maybe don't really like fucking get like bent over and lose that bad. But like, be, willi- be willing to lose trades for and for like just and have short term upside to win this year. That's
3: all I I'm saying. I agree with
1: that. I d- I just think that the. Peraza and two other top ten prospects. I would say Peraza and
3: one in. other. They said two top ten. So, and this is just another podcast. Oh, I thought talking. it said three top ten. No, but two but top tens. do doing a heartbeat. Like, I just, I, I don't know. I can't. And I, I again, I think that this is a slight. At Ian Happ is over there. Like you're acting like Ian Happ is just a run of the mill outfitter. He's a damn not, good player. I would love
1: to see Ian Happ. Let me put I it just, this
3: way. Let me put it this way. October comes around, and this is a wild scenario that it happens, but it's a possibility. October rolls around. You're playing the Astros. It's game seven. Which will happen. It's game five, game seven, whatever. It's an elimination game, high-stakes game, runner on second, two outs. You're kind of towards the back of your lineup. You know, Stanton got on, strikeout, strikeout. Now you're sitting at the bottom. Would you rather have Joey Gallo or Aaron Hicks up, or would you rather have Ian Happ? And that's – if – Ian Happ comes through and gets a base hit there, or even just knowing that he's there in the lineup to come in and hit in that spot against a team like that in a position like that. I trade Peraza a hundred times out of a hundred. I don't for a guy that may pan out in three years. I don't know. He's such an unknown with with so many, so
1: much in front of you. You, you trade that. I completely agree with everything that you just said. I agree. But (laughs) (laughs) like there's there's a Brian Reynolds who is just a better Brian Reynolds is not going to be a Yankee it's not going to happen I agree but like that I've I think it's too much I'm not going to date my
3: girlfriend because what if I meet you know Margot Roby three years from now it's not going to happen like you just it's not going to happen Brian Reynolds is going to be Yankee if Brian Reynolds just pretend Brian Reynolds doesn't exist do you do the deal he's never born
1: no I don't know I'd have yeah Three things. All right, you're, 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 yeah. Go three. ahead. <laughs> three things. Three things.
4: First, great analogy, Chandler. Thank you. Second, I would trade anybody for a World Series. Literally anybody. Um, and three, if it, if it meant winning a World Series, I'd, I'd do it. in So a would
1: I. But it doesn't. That's the whole point. It doesn't mean you win a World Series.
4: I'm saying if it gives us a much better chance to do so, then I'm I'm okay with it because it means that we are at least trying to do it. Like, I feel like we've been in this situation before where we're like, what do we do? Do we trade? Do we roll a team that we have? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? If I see the organization actually making deals to do their best, then we can't say shit. And that's all I want to see. All I want to see is them actually going out there and making a difference. In the lineup and making and giving Aaron Boone opportunity to produce the best lineup, make a difference to go out life. there and win fucking World Series. I want Brad Cashman to go
3: put his middle finger in my face and tell me to go fuck myself. Exactly, Criticize me, you know me too. You me too. I he, want
4: him to be right. I'll wrap it up with this because I I know I saw we're one kinda... more thing. But right after you said that, go,
3: go ahead. You no, had... no, I'm gonna go off topic a little bit. So go. Okay. Well, I'm gonna kind of put a, a nice little tidy bow on it and why I think that why i think this year more so than others it's a real possibility and it has nothing to do with the position we're in it's because it's Brian Cashman's walk year he has not produced a world series since 2009 and you know a lot of people argue that he
0: you know whatever
3: he's a lot of people don't give him credit for that and that's fine whatever that's not what i'm getting into but he hasn't won the big games his contracts coming up yeah. they asked how steinbrenner about it And he said, you know, we we haven't talked about it. He's obviously done great things, but we haven't talked about it. So it's not a signed deal that Brian Cashman's coming back next year. And I would venture to say that if he doesn't make a deep run this year, he's probably gone or at least leaning towards it. They don't make
1: the World Series, yeah.
3: Now more so than ever. Brian. You saw it last year a little bit. And this is a little bit why I'm leaning why this is the year. Last year was a panic move. You know, they were calling for people's heads. They are 500 on the dot at the deadline. He panicked and got traded four top 20 prospects for Gallo, which, you know what? Fine. Do what you got to do. Go get Rizzo. He got Clay Holmes. He went and he made a shitload of moves because he knew it was his ass if he didn't get it done. But we were asking for that. But we were asking, and I'm not upset by it. I yeah. said last year... Repeatedly Do one thing or the other. Sell, buy, I don't care what you do, but make a move and don't sit stagnant. And they did. Yeah, fine. Exactly. I'm not criticizing him. I'm telling you that because it's a similar situation in the sense that his job is literally on the line coming into this offseason and he needs a World Series or damn close to it to keep his job at this point, I would say. It would not shock me to see him mortgage some pieces because if he mortgages these pieces and they don't win, then he's out. If he doesn't mortgage them and they don't win, he's still out. So what I mean, yep. if you don't even That's if you don't want to look at it from a baseball standpoint or as strictly what's best for the organization, Brian Cashman's job is on the line going into this break and going into this postseason. He has got to get it done one way or another and at least make it World Series. In my opinion, I just don't. I don't see how you can keep him if he doesn't make that playoff run. He hasn't won Dick. Third thing. Point. Um,
4: I don't have an opinion on this, but. That's good. Um, Damon, the neutral guy. <laughs> how different is Ian Happ than
3: Marlon Gonzalez, really? Very a lot different. How?
0: He's he's actually a good player.
3: He's also a true outfielder. That's very good. Marlon Gonzalez is like. He's a utility guy. Yeah, so is Marlon.
0: No, but no, Marwin's the utility, utility guy. guy.
3: So is Ian Happ. The Ian Happ's the utility guy. <laughs> Ian Happ's an outfielder. He's an outfielder. He's a true outfielder. also plays He's
4: labeled play. as a shortstop and third baseman and an outfielder. Ian Happ in what? And will be the show. I don't think no, that's it, true. In his, he's played every
0: position in the entire fucking diamond, which is just a plus. Like he, he's he's a, he's an outfielder by trade, but he can play everywhere else. But he's he can play
4: everywhere. Like he's not oh, he's yeah. not just going to be bouncing around all. Like Damon's he right. can bounce around
0: everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's Ian, Ian Happ is very similar he's an outfielder. to Marwin.
4: He's can play complain- infield. Yeah, a second, second, which is good. That's a lot similar. Second and third. Just
0: outfielder, because he does that and Marwin does that doesn't mean that they're the same player. Like, but
4: they have very similar stats. No, but just like Ian Happ
0: is a is truly like Marwin. may be out out kicking his coverage here. Listen, I think I'm, Ian Happ is a better version of Marwin. Which Marwin sure. Marwin's a great asset to have, and it's good that he can move around all that oh, everywhere. Ian Hap is actually like a, a bona fide starter on this team if he was on the team and also has the flexibility that marwin gives us so, so the reason that's I'm- added value beyond the ian hap stats at face value like he has the extra incentive to keep him on the roster and keep him in the lineup because of like we talked about how, how amazing dj is for this team because he can play so many positions ian hap does that for us at every position but catcher and pitcher
3: let me put it this you, way: You just You're contradict going, what I just said. No, You're going, I'm, I'm agreeing into a with you. Scene. You're going into no, a playoff so, series, and you have to start one of them. I'm not
4: saying Marwin Gonzalez is better. I'm just saying why would we risk the whole farm just to get a guy who's just like a little bit better than we already have? We just talked about that.
3: Well, that like, but he's yeah. not a little bit better either. He's he's lot, I think he's a lot better. Keep in mind that Marwin. A year ago, two years ago, was one of, if not the worst player in baseball. That's two years ago. Look at look at Matt Carpenter, done. Exactly. Before we get that, Car- that's another example Matt of Carpenter somebody that we wouldn't trust. Bats. This is, again, these are things that, you, this is like looking at stats in May. You know, like, yeah, this is awesome that player. I mean, fuck, Aaron Hicks was hitting 400. Do you trust Jose Trevino right now? At the plate in a big situation? I trust him, but I'm not confident.
0: Here's here. I, I see what you were getting at with that. Here, one, two things. What, what two uh, things? Real quick, I'll pass to you, Murph.
3: But that's not, two yeah, things because I didn't care about offensive. Matt
0: Carpenter is not going to, because he's playing so well right now. He, you are not gonna not trade for somebody because he's currently playing well. You can go get somebody because Matt, regardless of how good he's playing. On top of that, Jose Trevino. The difference between those two, Jose Trevino is playing well offensively right now. But Jose Trevino has always right. been the defensive catcher, like that's why, like that, that's not the same. I I wouldn't go, I would go out there and trade. Like I'm not going to go out and trade for a catcher, and that's not because of Jose Trevino's offense, it's because his defense is always going to be that proven. Do you know what I mean? The Matt Carpenter, Marwin Gonzalez conversation, their draw is their offense and how good they're currently playing, and the flexibility of Marwin, but.
3: Also just put them all together over one sixty two. If you put all of all three of those together over one sixty two, I would bet you any sum of money that Ian Hat perfor- outperforms Marwin Gonzalez by a lot. we don't, not, we don't need them for one sixty two though. We need them for fucking We need them for eighty s- plus players. not even. But I, it's the three whole, weeks. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just take Mar- you, can't what we're gonna say. you can't just go and be like, Yeah, I hope that we're getting a guy that's gonna be a flash in the pan for a month. Like you're, I, I they, I'm, I, I want
0: to trade for people that are better that make us better for three weeks. That's what I need. Those three weeks being three on three months in October, but, I mean. But like,
1: I, I think that the reason Ian Happ is in the Yankees conversation is because they can get him for a little bit less. Like they're not going to need to give up a top five prospect and more top 10 prospects to get them because right. they have the Marwin because he's not that much better. He's much better than Gallo and Hicks, but he's not, he doesn't fill the gap between him and Marwin as much. If that makes, you don't sense look as desperate. Like, yes. I know what the you The reason that we're, the reason that he is linked to the Yankees so much is under the assumption that they don't want to deal Peraza, Volpe and Dominguez and that, Realistically, they could probably get him without giving those three up, and so I think that's where we kind of draw think the you line. Guys
3: respect Ian Happ enough that dude is. I do respect Ian Happ. You he's guys a, are just a good just player. You're ask right. Ask me but if he's, what's the difference between him and Marwin Gonzalez. Like, what are we talking about here? No, you, I mean, I'm Ian Happ is a premium outfielder. He is very, very, very good. He is not one of the best players in the world. He's not a top ten player in baseball, but he is a damn good outfielder, and he would help this team in more than one way as for He's what, been good he th- for two years. What's he through? Two, 2023? So he would help us this yeah. year and next year. That's... You get 162 of Ian Hap next year. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. And you're reuniting him with Rizzo, who he absolutely loves. They're great friends. I, I don't know. I think I to think me, it's a no-brainer. Sense, but
1: I think the reason that he makes sense is because we wouldn't have to give up Peraza to get him. Or... Dominguez or pay, like we talked about. And so in that sense, he's a great fit. And I think you're right. The I, think I the best this, argument though? against that is what you said earlier about it being Cashman's last year. And maybe he'll overpay to get him because it's, you know, now or never, like you said. But I, Let I me ask you this. So where think. does
3: Peraza fit in? If you're going to pro- if you want to prospect hug and do it all these things, then where-
1: that's not prospect hugging. I'm sorry.
3: Not that I'm just saying not. I'm just saying that for lack of a better word off the top of my head. If you want to hold on to prospects and wait for them to do whatever, where does he fit in in the future? Because he's not going to be the starting shortstop. Or else, if he was going to be the starting shortstop, you would have gotten a Correa, a Story, a fucking Seager, whatever. In this offseason, if you thought Peraza was your shortstop going forward and he was the best option, one of those guys would be in pinstripes right now. But you don't because Volpe is the guy of the future. Where's Peraz again?
1: Volpe, got- Volpe's got at least another year before he comes up. He, like he maybe will come up for a little bit next year, but his, you know, full-blown on the roster from opening day season most likely is 2024. And by then, Donaldson's definitely gone. Who knows about Glaber? DJ's still here, but who knows where he's going to play? And the good thing about being a shortstop and being a plus fielder is that you don't have to play short. He can go over and play second. He can go over and play third. I'm sure he could play first if he had to. So he can. If he's good enough, they'll find a way to fit him in the lineup. And if not, when an actual trade target comes along and a package comes along that he's a part of that the value's there, then maybe you do trade him. Maybe you do deal him. Maybe he doesn't even – maybe he plays a year. Maybe he doesn't even make it to the Yankees. Who knows? But I don't see – unless it's straight up, I don't see Peraza and another top-ten prospect as enough value to let go of him because who knows if pay pans out. Or who knows if another trade comes along later where Volpe would be a part of it, and you can deal Volpe because you have Peraza.
0: Want to get into Hot or Not? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I agree, Murph. I think that was a good way to end it.
3: Agree to disagree.
4: We will.
0: I was just trying to start start shit. Do we have an ad read to keep the lights on?
4: Uh, Yeah. This uh, Hot or Not is presented by Underdog Fantasy. Uh, That is our favorite place for... Fantasy Sports. Um, yeah, but seriously, we are um, doing some live events in there. We're doing some daily drafts and weekly drafts. Um, join our join our, join our fantasy with our link in our bio. Use the promo code, the161boys, and you get a $100 deposit match on your first deposit. And then once you are in, we'll be sending out some links to everybody. And you can join and just compete against us, draft against us, doing season-long drafts. Which would be the half, the second half of the season. We do daily drafts. It's a lot of fun. Go join, um, how or not? Let's do it. I don't know. If yeah, you see. And,
0: I mean, something that I, I mentioned this before, but like the, these are a very fun rendition of like gambling. Like gambling, it you know, just taking money lines and run lines and all that stuff. Uh doesn't really work. I Me mean, us we talk about our fantasy league a lot that we all play in uh together. We have a dynasty league. It's fun doing that aspect of things. Like that's obviously gambling, you buy into the, the fantasy league, but you can do daily fantasy that isn't the regular daily fantasy that you think. Like you set a lineup. You can like bet over under four and a half fantasy points for Aaron Hicks, and like that's a smash under every time. Like that that stuff is fun. I did Just a parlay. I did a parlay before with my deposit match. I put 100 in, got $100, so I put 200 to win 1200 on on. Uh,
3: How'd that go for you? It
0: didn't go well. I almost <laughs> I almost won, but it was free money. It didn't matter. Half of it was free, at least. So it was a lot of fun. I, I got a Mike Trout extra base hit, under 95 pitches for Michael Kopech and under 6.5 uh, fantasy points for Luis Robert. Two of the three hit. So Kopech, only, Kopech fucked me. If only but.
3: two out of three paid, we'd all be millionaires.
0: That's true. So let's get in hot or not.
3: All right. Do the music, please, for me, sir. Who's doing the hots? Lucas? All right, first up on the hot or not, I'm uh, subbing for Luke today because I was actually the one who had the time and the energy and also the passion for the show to put together the stats.
2: (laughs) So, first
3: up on our hot list, Mr. Matt Carpenter over his last nine games, 375, 474, 813 slash line. That's good for an OPS of 1.287 and a WRC plus of 253. Are you buying it, Mr. Slacker Luke? (laughs) shade. Um, I'm not going to buy that,
0: so I'll leave it there and we'll get into it in a second, but no. I'll okay. Sell.
3: Mr. DJ LeMahieu over his last 10. 314, 478, 486. Good for an OPS of 964, a WRC plus of 186.
0: I want to buy it. I think DJ is going to start to go off and, and become that 320 plus batting average hitter. I like the rest that. Of the way.
3: I did say uh, earlier in the year that my hot take was that he was going to win a batting title when he was hitting like
0: 240s. Don't so. think that, but
3: all right, and finally, Mr. Albert Abreu, since coming back to the Yankees, uh, he's thrown five games, 5.2 innings, seven strikeouts, three walks, zero earned runs, and a 2-2 fit.
0: Uh, I'm going to sell that.
3: All while throwing 100 miles an hour. Did that changed your mind?
0: <laughs> I know how hard it throws. I, I don't know. I'm going to sell it. Okay.
3: Let's chat about him a little bit. Nice Good shot, job, Chandler. Thanks. Crushed it.
0: Shoot us a DM if you think that he should be the new hot or not guy. It Takes a weight off my shoulders. I'm to fucking do the research every time. So
3: yeah, go figure. Trying to get out of the research. Wouldn't
0: <laughs> mind. Wouldn't mind. But uh, let's get into the person I bought was DJ, uh, the big one there. I think the other two are really they're they're important, but I I really think DJ this second half of the season is going to be. We say the term X Factor a lot. I don't want to say it again, but I don't know another word to use, so I'm gonna use it. I think Sorry, DJ. before you continue okay.
1: How many of the 26 man roster Yankees do you think you've referred to as an X- Factor? 13 in season 24 or at least I would, I would venture to say the over under was going to be 20. Uh,
0: an X factor, honestly by current current definition, based on that of, of how have we have used it, is everybody except for Judge Sten, everybody who expected to be great.
2: Could Everybody who you expected factor. to be
0: an elite, um, which DJ, I guess, would fall into that category. I don't know. I said, for lack of a better word, this time I prefaced it with that. So I but think he's I- going to be he's going to be huge the rest of the way. I think he's going to be a big reason why uh, we win more baseball games. What's he currently batting right now?
3: Last I saw, somewhere in the neighborhood of 217, but that was... Uh, or two, not 270, 217. 270, sorry, I was reading while doing Which that.
0: Which pretty much feels like 217 for him, because that's probably how he feels. That's 266. why 266. Yeah, I think that's going to... He's going to go north. He's going to finish my over-under for him. He's going to finish over. He's going to finish north of 300 by the end of the year. For, like That's without a doubt in my mind. I, I
3: think. would set the over at 295. That's I'd take. say at 295. Do you think that's a hot take?
1: 285. It, it's hard to... Really yeah, build, like you got to hit like 400 almost to get there. Not, I mean, yeah,
0: he's done it. If
1: he, if he hits for long stretches, I'm sure he doesn't get there. It. Which to hit yeah, 350 for half a season is even for him a tall. That's task. true.
0: That's true. I could
1: see him over 300 for the rest of the year, which probably gets him up to 285 ish. Which that's is fair. Where I'd set the over. That's fine.
0: That's fair. I think that's and
1: a, no, um, that's that a was a good
0: reality check, Murph. I think got- it's very hard. That's a good note too. Like yeah. it's very hard to move. These ratio stats at this point in the year, like they have to actually be hitting double whatever. Like, yeah. to, in order to move, really move it, you have to be batting like 500 or have an OPS of like 1.5 to really move your numbers for the cumulative. Um, so I will agree. say this
3: though just because he's hitting 266 and we hit on it on our X Factor draft, but um,
0: that's really the favorite thing it to is. Talk about fun, but podcast.
3: no, he seriously <laughs> does. This team goes as DJ LeMayhu does, he's you know Rizzo's out right now with back stiffness, whatever that means. He's missed like three games now, so I'm a little concerned. But he's playing first, and he's doing a damn good job. He just rolled a nice double play in the spread Sox game that we're playing. He's doing, he's playing Gold Glove defense at three different positions. Sorry, <clears throat> go figure, Luke in my way. Um, he's playing Gold Glove defense at three different positions. He's hitting well. He's hitting for power again, which I think is the biggest thing. When was the last time you? Like, think of twenty twenty one. Was he pulling home runs with power? No. He would, if he pulled a home run, which I don't even know that he did. He did it once. He, he it was not the way it was he fucking did bomb like dude. against the Astros. He hit a bomb. goddamn nuke. That's the DJ LeMay who that I feel confident in. The guy, and you know, I know he was hurt, and it's the hernia. You can't turn on an inside fastball with a hernia. I'm not a doctor, but my friends in med school. But um, <laughs> so basically, I'm a doctor. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. He looks healthy. He's hitting for power, relatively speaking, again. And yeah, boom. There we go. That's the difference. That's the difference in DJ LeMahieu. I mean,
4: this guy has been one of the most consistent players for a long time. Some would say the most. Someone would say the most. And people, I don't know if people forget this, but he was the biggest signing that we had, what, a year ago? Two years ago, that's all we are talking about. All off season was,
3: are we going to resign? Are DJ? we going to
4: resign DJ? Are we going to re- resign DJ? That's all we fucking talked about for weeks and weeks and weeks. We literally had like six episodes that off. Literally, six titled, episodes. It, where it, the fuck is DJ? We talked <laughs> about that probably more than we talked about this fucking judge extension. No, I was. That's actually spot on. And
1: that, granted, it was an off season where there wasn't much else to talk about, but.
4: But You're still, still I mean, Dank's been winning every
0: fucking game. Not much to talk about either.
4: But we talk about the judge extension every fucking day. So I, that
0: wait, one thing on that too, I did point out that um, it was it was funny that um, I don't know if you feel this way, or if I asked them, I feel like we're winning so much that it's getting boring at this point. Like and it, that's they, just a
1: terrible. I thing, don't but think so. I don't oh,
0: mean boring. Ridiculous. You know, that's not. You know, I don't mean boring. I mean like. I don't know. It's, you know I it, what
4: I don't mean. just said.
0: No, but I don't really mean boring. I mean like we're fourteen games up. It's a lot more entertaining when we're in a race. Like th- that's what I mean, and I think that's that's fair to say. I'll take boring all day, brother. I, I'll take
1: it they all day.
2: I'm saying. I'm just
0: saying, man, bro. Bro. I'm just saying. I am just saying this. So there are a
1: lot of reasons that you're wrong. <laughs> but here's the one that I please, will please Please
4: clip that. Please
1: clip that.
0: <laughs> what was the time? The, the forty-nine the one that thirty. I'll,
1: <laughs> the one that i'll mention is that it still matters because look at how good boston is, look at how good the rays are still, look at how good toronto is, and then especially look at how good houston is. We'll take all the lead we can get. We have to be the number 1 seed in the playoffs. Like we're racing with the astros, i guess, for that number 1 seed if you want to put it that way. And they're still a few games back but they're climbing. I mean, you, you can't say that we're it's boring to watch the yankees when the rest of the AL is as good as it is. Dude, you were also just I About don't
0: actually time. mean boring. I just I I'm not used to this. I'm used to being in a tight race with four people in our, in our in our division. Love it. I I know it's just different. And I and I was I I was asking you guys. I was trying to figure out this feeling. I've never had this feeling before, and I'm boring. trying you, to figure you, out you whether the or not it's. You said a poor choice of words. I said the word I shouldn't have used was boring. I should use something else. The B word. Okay. I'm just saying it's a feeling that I haven't had before and I'm trying to figure out whether or not this feeling is boring and it's not. We figured it out together. Thank you guys for helping me figure that out. I just I'm used to a tight race throughout the like we're used to being either behind in the in the ALEs or within half a game down to the last day, almost to a game 163 every year, and I'm sorry that I said boring. I apologize. Strike it from the record. I'm the one who edits the podcast. I'm going to take it out, and you're going to look like an idiot. I'm Getting irrational. Can I also me. say this? I'm going to go back and started, find it and put bef- it back in.
3: Before
0: we got <laughs> started today, you were also the
3: one that was like, again. This, this is just so fun, chasing the record, like, Every single game.
0: Well, if, that's the separate if, thing we're chasing if we, now. That, if
3: we lose, I'm disappointed. It's like, how the fuck is that boring? Chasing history? Well, that, well, oh, that that's a good uh. point, though. That's
0: a good point. That's that's another part that makes it... We're almost like shooting for things beyond the other teams. It's almost like we're in a league of our own right now because every day is seemingly a new record that we're chasing, whether it's individual accolades for people on the team like Judge and whatever judge but (laughs) but also the records of like you know there we have a chance of having three guys who have 40 plus home runs which we've talked about and uh, right now we're the halfway point and they're sitting at the minimum of 21 there's 21 22 and 30 they're all on pace to hit 40 plus like well all these we we've mentioned a new record that we're on pace for and it's not those bullshit records where it's like oh when the grass is cut two inches on a random on the second Tuesday of the month. And it's over 75 degrees out. Like those, these are real records that we're chasing. This team is actually that historic. We're talking about records. Like we mentioned at the top of the show of like most wins ever. That is the most cut and dry record that we can win. That is like the best team in baseball. So I'm just saying that give, that makes us a league of our own. I know. I know what French you're going to say, too, bro. but go ahead.
1: I don't give a single shit about the records.
0: I don't even. I, I you hope You sound that like a player on the field. Like, oh, the individual accolades. Now no, we're here for we're here to bring a championship no, back to the
1: right. Yeah, because the individual the ones are cool. Great. Watch. I legitimately don't want to break the single season wins record. I think that has, like, bad news written all over it. Going, Are the you saying
0: that because... The Mariners
1: didn't make the World Series that year. Didn't win the World Series. Are you
0: saying it because in order to beat that record? Because this is a a good conversation right now, and I'll pose this question to you. You're saying we have the chance. We're within striking distance. Let's fast forward to September. September 1st. We have a month left of the season, right?
3: Roughly.
0: Roughly. (laughs) (laughs) Roughly. Give or take no days. So September 1st, we are on pace Exactly to beat the record like you look at the pacing. We're at 117 or whatever it may be But that and, and we're we're clearly going to at this point I'm not saying like right now anything not jinxing anything. We're w- winning the division at that point handedly There's a point where you can either go pump the brakes and rest for the playoffs or you can go after the record are you going to err on the side of caution Lock no. your playoff spot up, so you would you would go after the record for sure. You
1: play to win the game, but you don't go for the record. And then like like you just play to win every game and look at it that way. so you you wouldn't day. you wouldn't you're, you're, but just, you're but just, but just if the Yankees in that time drop a game, I'm secretly maybe a little bit relieved. I don't want them to. You think it's bad be- juju bench players? Yeah, I just think it's bad juju. I'm a, I'm very stitious, and yeah, I, I just think that. Because then it's a target on us too. Yeah. Good regular season teams don't always seem to win. But that's not
0: a that's not a direct relationship.
1: I don't th- I don't want them to. Murph, I'll say it. Small sample size.
0: How many teams beat the record? Like, and then and then I don't I don't know. No, Murph. Just, it just,
1: just, no just just in general, like the powerhouse regular season teams. Josh I Donaldson just hit a grand slam. For the Dang, people. Some behind. Appreciate it. Oh, uh, well, um, we're, we're streaming. It's to dead center. We're, I'm streaming, too. I don't know. No, no, man. Well, hold on. Everybody listening to this podcast has already seen this. <laughs> he he it pimped fucking, that. Wow, that was
2: yeah,
3: cool. He pimps everything. He pimped a double and pegged the catcher in the face with his back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so you're, you're airing on no, the I, side I, of the juju not, that it, it, it brings yeah. along being the team that won the most games ever. Now it's like everybody's going to bring their A game to play the Yankees. I think that I think that's going to happen regardless if we beat the record or not.
1: I yeah, I I just think for nothing other than superstition. I don't want, I don't want to Hey,
0: why not both? Why not us? Why not both? I I do, but I think I thought you were saying on the side of like if we're within striking distance, I don't want to like risk injury for everybody when we have everything locked up. Like, let's say yeah. we have, like, the one seed or two seed, because there's a buy for the top two teams, right? Oh, Hicks just hit a home run back-to-back. Yeah, back. It's pretty fucking on, crazy. <laughs> Dude, he's
3: rounding third right now. You got to go hit the antennas on your fucking Glens Falls TV or something and get this I thought rolling. I thought you were specifically...
0: Oh uh, yeah, enough. This is horrible radio. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm just saying, in terms of... I I, I could get behind that argument. It's like... No, I like, could. If we if we have no. the if we because you have a buy if you're the top two seeds so if it's us in Houston and we have nothing to play for other than home field advantage in the ALCS I don't know it, with the, with the team that's historically been injury ridden I could I I it couldn't put, get behind no, it but you. I'm just saying the argument could be made and I thought that's what you were doing I wouldn't no. personally buy it but you're a that's man, not why. you're a man of faith and you were just talking about the juju man of faith
3: <laughs> God time. willing that's we it. get to
4: September. <laughs> That's oh. a Deep job to Left by Castellanos. If the Lord gives me another makes day.
0: makes laugh when you say <laughs>
3: Castellanos. I was trying to overemphasize. You're
0: shocked that Damon pronounced the name wrong? What? I can't <laughs> yeah. pronounce something wrong?
3: Right? How do you even spell that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like the easiest name in the world to pronounce. All right, whatever. This isn't a pick on Damon Day.
4: Actually, All right, who's it, doing the knots?
0: Probably is. Murph is. All
4: right. God, that was just a nut. Hots? Wow. Got a long day.
3: Yeah, it's good. Hey, Murph. You ready to do the knots? Okay. Yes, sir. First up, a as Chapman. Hasn't necessarily Bye. been terrible. <laughs> Hasn't <Bye>. necessarily <laughs> been terrible, but I think it's just poetic that his first start back, not start, you know what I mean, his debut after the IL stint, he walked three, gave up two runs after getting pulled, didn't make it, uh, well, didn't get an out, and struck out nobody, gave up no hits, just wasn't even fucking close. Since then, he's thrown two innings, no hits, no runs, one strikeout, no walks, but
1: still not a great look. Yeah, I mean, it it's a little relieving that he's figured it out, but I yeah. I wouldn't say figured. That's a different conversation. In the last two games, no hits, no runs.
3: Whatever. Okay. Number two, Jose Trevino over his last 10, 162, 162. That means he has not walked, just in case you were wondering, and a 351 slugging, a WRC plus of 37, and a 513 OPS. I think it's just going to even out. He's going to fall back to the mean. Okay. And then Stanton, I put this one on here just for fun, a little bit, but not really because we're playing the Red Sox, so it could kick back on, but he's 16 for his last 95 since coming off the IL. That's good for a 168 batting average, but his on base is a little over 300, slugging over 500, not striking out a ton, but still striking out at 24%, a WRC+, plus a shade over 120 and a very low 103 batting average on balls in play. Suggests a little yeah, bit of bad luck, but not great. The,
1: the, the way he hits the ball, that's pretty surprising. I think he'll barrel it up. But that's a pretty big sample size, 95 yeah. at-bats. I will that's, say,
3: though, 10 of his 16 hits are home runs. Wow. Uh, that is kind of crazy. <laughs> I think that will even itself out, but I thought that would be a fun one, especially considering as of, as of the last two years, he's been a bit of a Red Sox killer. Assassin, if you will.
0: I have a question. I, I have an answer. Yeah. So I have, an I have I have a future bet <clears throat> that I placed before the season, and it was on Giancarlo Stanton to lead the league in home runs. Now, he is nine behind the leader, who is also on the Yankees. His name is Aaron Judge. What do you think my chances are right now? I would cash out if he can. Yeah, pretty can. let me ask you this. Really, Schwarber's going to well, hit hundred and ten. So. You think? Do okay. Go ahead, Murph.
1: What were the odds when you took it?
0: Um, or was it
1: just AL? Or, and when'd you take it? MLB. You took it preseason. I think like a it was pre-season. forty to one. Not
3: forty. It was like that. Why did I say forty? Fuck! It wasn't forty.
0: Um, I can tell you right now. I'm opening my chalkboard app to check out my my bets. Go download the app and join our group chat. Hashtag ad. I'm actually opening it right now. <laughs> my <laughs>
3: is it like fourteen to one?
0: Uh. I took a few future bets. Man, we are just
3: crushing this last, like, 10 minutes.
0: Man. What are you talking about?
3: <laughs> just I, I was just
1: asking to see if it'd be over or under what you actually took it at. I would imagine it'd be over. Like, meaning...
3: He didn't take the actual total. He took the... Went no, to the no, no, I no.
1: Mean, I mean, like... No, I know what you mean. I mean, like, the odds... If it's 14 to 1, I think the odds are better than 14 to 1 now.
4: Unless, unless like, judges hurt. 10 to 1. Unless judges hurt, which...
1: It's available off the bench. He's got
4: that. He's got that hip thing he's been dealing with for the fun. past eleven years. He's fine. There's also
1: a guy named Jordan Alvarez that is hitting everything. Yeah. He's also,
0: also he's also kind of hurt too. And a guy. Well, the current home run Mike leaderboard. We posted this today on our on our Instagram. Go follow us if you don't. You're the worst person on the planet. Um, Aaron Judge at thirty. Schwarber's at twenty seven. That gap between Judge and the rest of the league has very much. Uh, narrowed I think it's just because of Schwarber the rest of the, he's five up on everybody else Jordan Alvarez at 25 trout at 23 Rizzo in the top 10 we have three Yankees it's just kind of wild so that just goes to show you like even so so much so that on the graphic that I posted today I put them in red just to, in in uh gold just to show actually how crazy it is to that three of the top 10 home run hitters halfway through the season are all in the Yankees, and it's it's just wild. So Rizzo's in 5th or tied for fifth, but I made the list, so I gave the Yankees a benefit of the doubt of being the top <laughs> person with 22 and the top person with 21 because everybody was tied there. So just to make it look better to the eye, Rizzo's in fifth and Stens in eighth. It very well could have been Stanton in 10th and Rizzo in seventh, but I made the list, so it's my rules. Um, but yeah, you don't think my odds are... I'd give you
1: two-to-one odds that he ends in the top five.
0: That doesn't pay me, though. I'll, I'll take that. So should I cash out?
1: I will I'll cash out. i will take that. Yeah, can you cash out? That's, right? That's where I
3: said
2: it.
0: I Here's know. the thing, though.
4: Stan just like goes on runs. That's what I mean. So he could just hit 10 in a row. Coming and out of this just, Red
0: Sox series, he might he end up with... One he's hit,
4: he's hit 10 home runs. In his, I, mean, I would you wait till that? after the series. At, oh, actually, though, if we put the Red Sox 20% of our games... Exactly. And X, X amount of those are... At Fenway. That's good math.
3: Then that might be
4: pretty good for Big that Big if true. Bet. Big we'll if see. true. We'll
3: see. Don't want to jinx it right now. Right now, I think he's 0 for 1 with a strikeout and a walk. But yeah, but again, he can just go on that run. No, I know. Against the Astros, he hit what? Four home runs in three games? Three I mean, he's Red Sox, Sox daddy, so like that. I he'll know.
0: figure it out. I know.
3: All right. Question, Mr. Luke. Why did you... Uh
0: I got it at plus 2,000 odds.
3: You think Chapman and... That <laughs> was late. Or not Luke. Whoever it was. Murph. Murphy. Murph. Sorry. Chapman bought quick. Chapman Don't. sucks, dude. Dude,
1: he's, he's not going to be in high leverage for a while. And I'd be nervous. He came That's in in a first, 16-0 game. That yesterday. first outing, yeah. his first
4: outing since coming off the injury was so bad to watch. I felt bad I felt bad of losing money while watching
3: it. Imagine how I felt.
4: I, I wasn't able to watch the Yankee game that day. I turned it on for literally that
3: inning, saw him walk the bases loaded, and then I turned it off. Yeah, I was sitting I was sitting at the casino at the table. I was like, oh, look, the Yankees game's out. How great. And they're winning. And here comes Chapman. Just ball, ball, ball. I was like, all right, well, this is just double. Floppy, Dude, I, I guess, I,
4: so. I, this is the first time i actually ever felt bad for Chapman because Boone came out of the dugout and Chapman just started walking. Towards the dugout,
3: dude. He walked that last guy, and he, he just sat there. He, he didn't just, wait. Like,
4: he didn't wait until Boongato He, he just knew walked
3: out. He knew after he walked that last guy, he took his
1: glove off and just
3: put his hands on his head.
4: What, like, what, what are you supposed to say or do in that situation? Go go first one
1: back. He couldn't find it. He, you, yeah, you, you know, like every I'll, game I guess in the last two years has been his first well, that, game that's, back. No, I. If it wasn't his <laughs> first game back, it's, I think it's a different conversation. And he's had two hitless, scoreless since then. So you know, if he finds it, great. If not. He'd be an excellent. Six I don't think he's gonna guy. find it. I think yeah, exactly. And I think that's I think he's gonna be that. If he can I mean, find, Holmes is the closer, if he can
3: find anything, and I mean fucking anything, he will be a tremendous asset to this team. Of course. If the Yankees use him correctly. He should never be a closer again for the New York Yankees. That's a fact. I agree. If he finds it a little bit, don't throw him in the ninth inning, don't throw him in the eighth inning. Use him similar like you do to Chad Green. Put him in the seventh, put him in the sixth, wherever you need to do to kind of relieve the starter in a big spot. That's fine. Put him in there. He should not be closing baseball games anymore. I mean, I think the last few start. I mean not starts,
4: the last few outings solidified Holmes as a closer.
3: I hope so, dude. I fuck Wait, I mean I we, mean, we there's haven't there's had a close no
4: situation, have we? There's no way. No, he's been put in below games and he can't even do anything with that. I know. Trevino, yeah. All expect that
3: just to we never yeah, I mean, expected. He, he had to come back anyway.
1: down to Earth, and I think he'll do better than that going forward, but it's gonna be a little bit better than we expected, I'm sure. But yeah, he it's just baseball. It's evening out. Devers His is gonna win. Baseball MVP. season.
0: He's not going to. He's so fucking good. So
1: he's, he's very good. He's hit a nuke off I saw in it in case you weren't watching.
0: I was watching.
3: Yeah,
1: he I didn't know he was playing today. I left him on my bench. Good call. And they didn't announce that he was playing until after the pirates game start. Yeah, he was day-to-day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, um, Key Brian Hayes started at 2 o'clock, so I couldn't switch him back in.
3: How would Key Brian Hayes do? Uh, two points. It's not bad. Not it's as good not as Devers, who just, just hit a ball. Not
0: great.
1: And could not great. Do
3: you see that Too Cole, just kind of while we're on this, that Cole has over a seventy ERA at Fenway in his career? He hates
0: Fenway. Mm. It's not good. Not good for uh
3: He hates the ballpark. The ballpark at Fenway.
0: This is the one time that you pronouncing things wrong goes goes well. I mean, obviously it's, no, I know. You, obviously, you, that was a joke. <laughs> you were born. You, no, that's what I mean. You were born to do a Boston accent.
4: I can only say ballpark, though. I can't say anything else. But it's
0: fine, though. Even if you <laughs> fuck up so bad, it's funny because you're thanks, it's, it's thanks, making man. fun of the Boston accent. Whoopsie.
3: I mean, that wasn't even a bad pitch. Devers is just no, he's really good. good. You know, if you rewatch this
0: episode good. and
4: rewatch the Yankee game and time at the same time then you're going to be living. You're going to be, you're going to have a
3: wild day. If you're watching it, but streaming it on two different services, (laughs) one slightly ahead of the other. that way. You can get everybody get the full experience, the full Uh experience. I will say this though. Say what? This makes it that much more important. Like watching games like this are, is what makes you a appreciate this 14 game lead and B make you realize how important it is. Cause you do. I mean, the Red Sox are good. They're very good. The blue Jays very good. You watch these teams that are in a dogfight for second place in ALEs that are battling for the wild card spots. You do not want to end up end up there. Excuse me. You have to win this division with this lead you have now. You need to go, and this ties all back into the beginning of the episode. You have to get that dagger. If nothing else, you cannot find yourself in a wild card with these, with these teams, with the Red Sox, the Blue Jays. You can't run into Devers. You can't have a situation where Garrett Cole is throwing at Fenway. You just can't. You can't do that with the season that you're having right now. There, these teams are scary, and if I, I don't know, you just cannot. If you're going to make the postseason and you're going to make a run, you got to have home field advantage. You're gonna have to get that first round by. It, it, that's it has to happen
0: because it's gonna be a dog fight too against it's, these that's teams. What I'm because, saying because honestly, being seated higher, we've talked about this before. Just when you know, if the playoffs ended today, what it would look like. We have a a worse seeding if we get if a worse matchups if we get seated higher because we're going to be playing the teams that make the wild card and the teams that make the wild card are the Rays, Red Sox and Blue Jays. So those are the teams that we would have probably end up facing versus like a Twins. You know what I mean? So well, who wouldn't want to be matched up with the Twins first? You'd be if you're picking people, wow. drafting people to play out of the people that are making the playoffs out of the AL, the Twins are the team you want to play. And they're going to be seated higher than any of the teams that make the wild card. So, and I would want to face the Twins over any of the teams we, in the AL. We wouldn't
1: even necessarily have to, but we still could face an AL East team because the Twins have to play the AL East team. That's fine.
3: The you're right. That's I know. Fine, I'm just saying. Right now, as it lines up, we're looking pretty good to not have to do that. in whatever this new fucking playoff format is, I think it's three games to start. If you play those three games against the Red Sox or Blue Jays and you don't get that chance to I, I all I'm saying is playing a short series against these teams is not good. That's not where you want to find yourself. And that's and that's a little bit obvious, but on the flip side that like you know a lot of people are happy to make the playoffs whatever. Like last year we were all just thrilled that we made the playoffs in general. No. This is the year you need to solidify a number 1 spot. You need to go in, and you need to control the playoffs from day one. Going in in a short series against any of these teams, anything can happen. That cannot happen. That cannot happen, and you see it day to day with guys like Devers. Yeah, we hit a grand slam. Yes, the Yankees are winning right now. That's not going to happen every day. You have Devers on the other side of the diamond. You have Bogarts. You have J.D. Martinez. Flip over to the Blue Jays. You know who they have. They have Bichette and Vlad Jr. and Springer and all these guys that are noted Yankee killers – You have got, have got to get through to where you're not playing them in the first round. You can get a longer series and kind of let the averages play out. Get some games at home. Get some games on the road. Host the big games. That's how. That's the biggest. You want to talk about fucking X factors? The big game. That's the biggest (laughs) X factor of this entire season. Is making sure you take care of business. And you end up with that first round by so you can so you can play games at home and you can fucking do what you need Every to do. Day. Very Especially well said. Against the Astros. Thank you. Especially against the fucking Astros. Let's do that baseball. Well said, Damon.
0: All
1: right. Well, I, think I, kind of I think that'll,
3: that'll do that it one.
0: for us on this episode. We're just honestly paying more attention to the game as we should. It's we're a good, big game. We're big Yankees. It's the big game. Not the big game. It's no, a the big, big game. game is the Super Bowl. Uh, And then every other game um, that the Yankees play. But anyway, uh, if you made it this far, we appreciate you. Um, Go give us a five-star review on iTunes. We'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, Go subscribe to the YouTube at the Bronx Pinstripes YouTube and go download the Chalkboard app. Join our group chat. We're having a lot of fun in there during the game day group chat. During the games, uh, go download the Underdog app. Use code 161boys to get a free $100 of of Murphy Man's money um He's been yeah working hard lately he wants you he to has been it. working hard lately he wants you to he wants to give it away and he wants you to go use code 161 boys i'm not even doing the right the right one is the 161 boy what is no it's just 161 boys i just keep saying
4: the because it flows off better my tongue better
0: that won't help the people get the correct code no so. but if
4: you use our link you get the deposit match regardless so
0: okay so don't listen to us and just use
4: the link just kill two birds one stone yeah anywho see you later
2: All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. He'll be the same guy they knew back in the day Who was burning CDs just to give away Paying his dues If I wouldn't do this, Five deep in a van, head full of steam Hot on the heels of my neon dreams Maybe coming true this life just like I was born